This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Episode 5 of Season 9, The Evening Juice with Lemon City Live. I'm your boy, Fungus. Got my boy, Larry Fresh, over here, the MLB man himself. And yeah. our, our inner Miami guy, Xavi. What's up, Xavi? What's up, gentlemen? How you doing? How you doing? I'm all around, though. Mostly Vice City, but I'm all around. I'm all around. Yeah, he's, yeah, been, you, he's been you, stepping you, up his game. I'm like Otani, man. Around, I, I'm, old, I'm like Otani. I can do yeah. a little bit of everything. good shit man so if you're watching you're watching on our facebook you're watching on our twitter or on the five reasons youtube network shout out to five reasons sports so um let's let's get into it bro we got our boy uh on the on the on deck over here our boy uh, oh so bro he is yo how's it going man it's been a while i see you i see you rocking that og marlins jersey and your u.s hat Good combination. Yeah, bro. Are there are there any Marlins that were on that team? On that yeah, team? Not on the US. No, no, no. I know no. I know there were I know, you know, Alcantara and some other guys. But, yeah, um, Cueto, Segura. Mm-hmm. Wish we had Jazz on the uh British team, but it just didn't happen. Oh, that's right. Could have why didn't yeah. he? Is he injured? No, because what happened was is that uh unless uh their respective nationalities were playing in Miami, they wouldn't let them. So the only reason that for example, Sandy was able to, is because uh, his team was playing in Miami. Makes sense. They only allowed five Marlins to play. Makes sense. All right. Makes sense. All right. Cool. Bueno. Nice little nugget, right. here, bro. That's our first yeah, spicy, oh. spicy sports nugget of the show. Come on, Damn, we haven't had one. There it is. All right. All right, what up? We got. We're. I'm happy to be back. I'm glad for for all of us to get together again. It's been a while. Well, baseball classic dominated. Um, took over all of my time for the last. Uh, what feels like two weeks already. Um, uh, but Gabe, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, let's get into it. We're gonna get into some WBC talk here. We're gonna talk. It's gonna be good. Half the show here is gonna be baseball, WBC, and then we'll wrap it up with Chavi, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on Inter Miami and what's been going on with them and a little bit of uh, MLS and U.S. Men's National Team. But let's start off. Yesterday was the final. I don't know about you guys. I know Gabe and I were at the game. We had, you know, we we were there. We've been present for – I went to every game in person that was in Miami except Mm -hmm. the the Japan – Except the only game that I went to, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, I didn't go to any of the noon games. I didn't go to any of the noon uh, 12 o'clock games. Um, and I, that's where you real went to fans the go to the games one. at noon. Yeah, real fans. I wasn't a real fan, but I was uh, I went to every game. I was I was at a game every day except the Mexico Japan game, which was phenomenal. Oh. But we'll we'll get into that. I was there for the, the, the Cuba versus USA one. And like last night, Gabe and I were there together for the final, which that's where let's let's start off at the final here. We'll get to the whole our thoughts on the tournament, you know, mm-hmm. who was our standout player and everything. Uh, but just last night, last night the WBC said, yo, this is legit, this is real. People want this, people watch this, and it's here for good. It it, it it's it, I'm not gonna say it was the coming out, 
party because it's been around since 2006. This was the it was six, nine, mm-hmm. 13, 17. This is the fifth World Baseball Classic. Um, so it's not. I, the I would argue. Out party. It's been I would argue that it is the coming out party because none of them in the in the past have been as popular as this one. This is when people oh. started to notice. Yeah. For real, you know what I mean. This is this is the one that yeah. I mean, this is the one that I, I guess officially. I don't want to say coming out. I feel like coming out means that nobody watched it before. If I feel you like build it, the they will come. Yeah, if you this build is, it, they will come. This is the one that said, "Hey, we're on the map. We're here. Mm-hmm. Come watch. This is must see TV." And yeah. you couldn't have asked for for anything better as far as the turnout. The crowds were insane. Every game. Oh, yeah. Every evening game of the tournament in in Miami was sold out. I know there was a couple of non sellouts um, during the day. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was a Nicaragua Israel game, and there was another game uh, during the day that that wasn't sold out. But other than that, incredible turnout by all the fans in Miami. Props. Even to- then, even those non sellout games were still just, they still yeah still shitted on a regular Marlins games. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What about the atmosphere? The atmosphere looked oh, like in, it was amazing. insane, bro. The atmosphere insane. was incredible, man. Insane. Yeah, especially yeah. that DR and PR game. I think that was the oh, best man. game in terms of atmosphere. That was. Bro, yeah, I know there was. Yeah, yeah. I went to I went to that game in 2015 or 14 or somewhere around there. 17. And 17. Yeah, 17. No, it was before. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's 2012 then. Oh, 2013 so, then. 2013. 2013. I went to that game in 2013, and it was insane. I can't imagine how it was right now, man. A lot of music between those two countries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and PR uh, eliminated the super team. The Dominican Republic got eliminated. That was was crazy. A lot of folks saw that as a failure for the Dominican Republic. It's something for them to work on in 2026. It was was not expected for them to not get out of the Yeah, and they're they're a prior champion too, having won it and going undefeated back in 2013. Uh, USA was the defending champion, having won it in 2017, and Japan won the first two. Uh, but yeah, last night you get USA, you get Japan. We go right into it. It's it's a couple of all star studded starting lineups here. If you didn't know the uh, the Japanese team, like you definitely know who they are now. Uh, homeboy who got the walk off hit. The, the night before, hit an early bomb in the game to tie it up. The That guy, if I'm not mistaken, Gabe, he's a back-to-back MVP and triple crown winner, right, with like 54 home runs last season in uh, in the J- Japanese league? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 That's, incredible, man. The, the stat line, uh, it's, it's like a video game stat line, to be honest. It's just yeah. crazy. Unbelievable. Japan on your end there it is. That's what Gus <laughs> wanted. Um, all right. But anyway, it, it, the why, game... why is he playing over there and not over here? Does he not? Does he want to stay over there? Is that a personal preference kind of thing? Or no, there's has he not rules. got an opportunity. No, no, no. There's there's rules. And I, I don't know. I don't know if Gabe is more familiar with it. I have a uh, like a, a light understanding of it. But there's <laughs> rules as to when you can actually like come over. Um, not only as far as like how much it's kind of soccerish. There's like trans, like you have to pay, you know. Yeah. And then these teams will not accept it. And the thing is, if you if you wait longer, you get more money, kind of thing. If as, so, if you go in at like 25 mm-hmm. or 26, as opposed to 21 year old, yeah. I think it's more expensive. You get more money uh, in contract. I think it's called casting. Yeah, yeah I, know I know that what the it's... team. 
I know what I know the team that gets paid gets like a percentage of it and it depends yeah. on the age of of the kid. It gets more yeah, expensive there's... later on, yeah. Yeah, there's weird it's 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 not as like clear cut as like, you know, in other sports where you could just be like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, go over there or defect or anything like that. It's it's a little more complicated. Um there's more moving parts to it, but you're going to see some of these guys pretty soon here. You know, uh what was the the kid who started the night before, the 21-year-old who was throwing 102? Oh, I can't remember his name because I would butcher it, but the kid <laughs> was Sasaki? throwing consistent, something like that. He was throwing consistent. Yeah. If you look at the finish lower, there's him. Yeah. All right. Lost you there. I don't know, Gabe. Your connection was a little soft there, but homeboy was throwing 102 like nothing. He looks like he's, you know, 18 years old. So give it, I mean, Shohei also looks like he's future, you know, y- future Yankee. And future whoever's got money, Dodger. man. Yeah, future Red Dodger. Sox. I'm gonna go Red out and Sox. say future Dodger. Red Sox. Yeah, all the big money. All the big that money. Definitely team. not a Marlin. Mm-mm. Nah, no, I don't see Marlins are gonna go after some Dominican. And, kid and if he was a Marlin, we'd have him a season or two, and then sell him, and that's it. Yeah, maybe. We, maybe we'd get we'd, we'd get rid of him at the trade deadline. Yeah, and then he peak. <laughs> His career would be Hall of Fame. Yeah, yep. that's the yep. usual yep. path of ex Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, but we're but, not here to talk about that. Let's not get that. Yeah, no, we're but hype with the world. The hype, look, the hype it. was real. The crowd last night was fantastic, very divided. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say it was like a good 50 50, maybe a little more Japan, Japanese fans. USA 50 50 in yeah. Miami. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Japanese travel well. They that ballpark was loaded, full of people. The whole so <laughs> I, I was bouncing around during the game. I was I was up in the press box, I was down on the field, I was down in you know on the sides a little bit, and then I ended up around the sixth inning or seventh inning. I ended up setting up shop over in by the Budweiser bar in between mm-hmm. the, the porch and the uh, the bar there in center field, nice right? Place. And it was just full of Japanese guys. There was a whole front row section there of guys with mm-hmm. trumpets. Um, playing uh, these like fight songs and drums and this like <laughs> man they were deep they were you like short video? Version of the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got video I'll send it to you what's that the Asian version of the pachanga yeah the pachanga <laughs> band I don't know how you say it in Japanese but they were they were killing it and and they had some like you know infiltrators there I saw some guys in a Venezuela jersey I saw some guys <laughs> in a Derek Jeter and a Yadi Molina jersey um, so you had a really cool turnout but the point what I being there and 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 witnessing it in person, I was like, "Whoa, this is cool!" Like it was a different baseball experience. And then, funny, this one thing happened. So the score is three one. Japan's up, and in the eighth inning, Kyle Schwarber hits this bomb. Right, it makes it three mm-hmm. two, and like it gets, it wakes up the crowd. Right. The crowd is lit. Oh, everybody's pumped up. This Asian uh, Japanese couple, I'm assuming, in front of us, and I'm there watching the 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 game at with a friend of mine. And this Japanese couple turns around, looks at us. And shakes her hand and goes, nice home run. And then he walks away. And I was like, that doesn't happen. What's with your mind games, man? I don't appreciate that. Nice home run, but it won't be enough. No, no. He like genuinely said, (laughs) he's like, I know. know." I'm like, wait. Like, I was waiting, like, wait, what is this? Are you going to, like, come on, give me the jab, you know, Mm -hmm. hit me with the the sarcasm. No, no, he was genuine, super nice, you know? And I was like, awesome. I would have hugged him. I would have hugged him. Yeah. You know, like when the World Cup was happening and you saw the videos of the Japanese fans like cleaning up. I was going to ask you that right now. Bro, I, it was, it's it's true, man. The baseball ones are just like the, they are, pick, are the same. Did they pick up after or no? I, yeah, I mean, where I was, it wasn't or trash. Do they, do they chew and then just spit it out like the baseball people do? I don't know. I don't know if I saw them <laughs> doing that, but 
you know, but they they were they were so nice, man, and they were all like cheering awesome. and genuinely happy, and it was a weird vibe. Having seen some stuff the games earlier between some of these Hispanic fan bases that gets a little, <laughs> you know, you know, and stuff like that, it was uh, it was a little interesting to see such heated. a. It yeah, it gets heated, heated, but these guys were nice. And man, I'm out there in center field. The crowd is getting wild there. It's 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 electric. The vibe is amazing, you know. And then we get to this, you know, top of the ninth here. Nine USA two. was the home team. Down three two. Leadoff guy gets a walk. Jeff McNeil. Uh nice. Jeff McNeil, right? Yeah, and then and then uh if I'm not mistaken, Mookie Betts. Paul Goldschmidt. Um, no. Was it Goshman or Mookie Betts that hits the ground double play? Mookie Betts doubles up, gets hits into a double play, and all of a sudden it sets it up for Mike Trout with two outs, down by one, the World Baseball Classic Championship on the line, and Shohei Otani's pitching because Japan said, yo, we're putting in our best. We're here to win this thing. It had to be that way. Now, I got to give props. I got to give props to John Smoltz, famous uh you know, Hall of Fame, Braves, Braves. pitcher. Uh-huh. I actually saw him a couple times up in the press box during the classic. He was calling the games for for Fox or MLB, and I uh, I didn't get a chance to tell him like, dude, you, he called it. So after when I left the game that night, I was listening to a podcast from earlier in the day, and they were talking about John Smoltz called into the Dan Patrick Show, and he was talking about the World Baseball Classic, and he said, you know what? Wouldn't it be incredible? If Japan, which wouldn't surprise me, puts in Otani to close in the ninth, could you imagine a scenario where USA is up to bat with a man on or tie game or down by one, and it's Mike Trout versus Otani with two outs in the top of the ninth and the World Baseball Classic trophies on the line? He called it. Like, exactly what happened. He had a moment. He had a prophetic moment. Mm-hmm. Bro- Unbelievable. MLB Stradamus, WBC Stradamus, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> he that like he hit it on the head. It was amazing, dude. And I'm listening to this. I'm like, that's exactly what just happened. Like, I don't understand why people are not talking about that. But here we go. We had the moment. You you, you know, Otani comes at him. They've never he's never pitched against Trout, obviously, because they're you know they're they're teammates in in uh in the Angels. And man, I then Gable will allude to this too, but Leading up to that at bat, he had um, struck out twice. Mike Trout lined out another time. He was one for four. He had a leadoff double. And overall, my my feelings on Mike Trout this tournament as a whole, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed. I didn't feel like, like I've, there's been, there's this been this hype about um, Mike Trout his whole career. He came in right when Miggy was in the, in, in his peak Remember, uh, um, Miggy Cabrera was in his, yeah, he had the triple crown. He was threatening for it. He ended up getting it. There was people saying that, that, uh, Mike Trout should have won the MVP the year Miggy won the triple crown because yeah. they're saying, oh, war was better and this. And it was a battle of new school sabermetrics, you know, versus the old school. And I'm a little more on the old school. I, I, I appreciate the new stuff, but I didn't, you know, that always rubbed me wrong. And the thing is, Mike Trout gets a lot of that Aaron Rodgers free pass, you know, but Aaron Rodgers wins as won at least the world's uh, world series, the world the championship. You won a Super Bowl. Um, Mike Trout's been to three career playoff games. Okay. And I know the people are going to make the excuses. Oh, well, the angels, not a good team. But if you look at the list of teammates that he's had 
during his career, there's no reason why he's only played in three playoff games. I'm sorry. I mean, you know not I mean? only that, he went one for 12 in those three games. That's a zero eighty three batting average. And his one oh. hit happened to be a home run. But still, it's that's pretty oh. bad. Spicy sports that's a spicy sports nugget if there was oh, one yeah. right there. It's, it gets coming strong. It gets spicier. All right, all right so I'm going to go with the good stuff. Trout was Give first year, 10-time MLB All-Star. He was, what was it, three-time league MVP, two-time MVP for the All-Star game. And what was yeah. it, nine silver, silver Slugger Award? All right. So yeah, he's super decorated. Ends, no, he's super decorated. He's a great player. A guy that I would probably pick in the first round of my fantasy league. By the way, that's a hint to you, Edwin. And no. But the good stuff goes out the window right after that. Because when it comes to the big moments, he just doesn't come through. Those three, those three playoff games right there that they got swept by, what was it, the Royals? One hit and 12 at-bats. Yeah, in this World Baseball Classic, they named him, you know, the captain, Captain America. But you know who was the real Captain America, at least in my opinion? Trey yeah. Turner. He ends yep. it with a 391 batting average. He hits five home runs, including the grand slam that put us over the top against Venezuela, which, by the way, is one yep. of my favorite moments of the World Baseball Classic. Also, he happens to be the third player in Team USA WBC history to hit a grand slam. The other two was David Wright, I think, in 2013 and Jason Veritek in 2006. Six. And, yep. I mean, now that was the real Captain America. All due respect for Trout. He's a decorated player. He's really good. I would love to have him on the Marlins, for example, if we could even dream of affording it, which, by the way, we can't. But outside of that, he's when it comes to the big moments, he just pulls a Houdini. He disappears. Last night, he happened to be a part of a very frustrating inning for Team USA, which was the fifth. He chased a really bad pitch, a splitter. That's really uncharacteristic of him. And that was just part of a really bad inning. I mean, you had uh, Paul Goldschmidt strikeout looking, and then you had Kyle Schwarber swing out a 3-0 and pitch, 3-0 and pitch, popping out. In the, the middle of a field. rally with two guys on. In the middle of a rally with two guys on. I'll, I'll give him this much. He redeemed himself in the eighth with, I honestly think, was one of the best at-bats I saw in the entire <laughs> final, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. He's up against, I think, you Darvish, right? Because they said you yep. Darvish in the eighth inning. He fouls it off six times. And for the first time ever, he hit the most unsurprising home run I've ever seen. Why? Because every time he hit it, he would always pull it to right field and he would get closer and closer. Sitting on it. Wait, 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 we lost you there. We lost you there, and that was a good point. Give it to us. You said he was pulling it to right field, but then what happened? He was pulling it to right field. He was being patient, and it was Mm -hmm. almost as if he was saying, you might as well get it over with because one way or another, I'm going to hit a home run. And that's exactly (laughs) what he did. It was – I I, I honestly think when I was sitting there, I was saying, no, this is out of here, and there it goes. So he he made up for it, I'll be honest. Yeah. He made made up for it. And the big thing that you said there – yeah, and the big thing that you said there is that he had a great at-bat. Like, Trout didn't have any good at-bats. Like, he struck out swinging in the ninth. He struck out swinging on that bad uh, pitch in the fifth. He yeah, struck out another time. He got the three strikeouts in the game. He led off the game with a double, you know, which, you know, nothing happened, nothing developed from that in the first inning. And people are going to point to the fact that he had a good game or, or he scored all the – he had all the RBIs in a 3-2 win over Columbia in the group play as like, oh, he came up clutch. That's but like, not a big moment. No. Columbia's no, that's, not a big that's, moment. Yeah, like you. Unfortunately, 
Yeah. And, you know, that's 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 bare minimum. You know what I mean? At that point, this was the big moment. You know, um, I wanted to see some hits. I wanted to see Mookie Betts had his moments. Mookie Betts gunned down a guy from center field on a one hop off the wall um, against Venezuela, which was sick. And he he had a good tournament. Everybody on the USA team, other than was it Bard was his first name? Oh, Bard who oh, gave up the hit. Uh, yeah, that guy Bard. He was just awful. Uh, but other than that, everybody else on the on the staff on the on the team played well. USA delivered. They were a team that was loaded, you know, top to bottom with hitting. And when you re- like, if again. Again, if I tell any of you guys or any baseball fan, hey, it's going to be top of the ninth, and you could pick one guy in your lineup to go up against Otani with a chance to win the World Baseball Classic, mm-hmm. most people are going to pick Trout. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, like I think it's like, yeah, maybe maybe people should start thinking about picking somebody else, man, because, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think the mystique is not as, as good as it is. You know what I mean? I think it's more... It's more, you know, smoke and mirrors than it is, uh, you know, really when it comes when it comes time to it, bro. Clutch, man. Like it, it wasn't even close. It wasn't close. Those are bad at bats, bad at bats. All the three strikeouts were bad at bats, man. You yeah, know? He was, he was a fish killer. out of water. He was a fish out of water. Yeah, let dude. me let me ask you a quick question there. Yeah. Um, in regards to what you were saying, you know, their teammates and never face each other. Who has the advantage in that situation? The hitter pitcher. who has seen him pitch, or the pitcher, pitcher who's seen the hitter? Pitcher. Pitcher. Why? Pitcher always has an advantage. A good pitcher always has an advantage over even the greatest hitter. You know, they're they're the ones who are initiating everything. You're the the batter's reacting. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, the batter is basically guessing what the pitcher is going to throw and trying yeah, to get the timing he, down. So pitcher, unless you're Tony Gwynn, then you have the advantage. Unless you're unless Tony Gwynn and Barry Bonds. Yeah, those are the only guys that. <laughs> Man, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Tony Gwynn in his prime take on Otani because that would be a heck of a little battle right there. Wow. Oh, yeah, man. He'd be slapping him be, everywhere. That man. would be galactic. But you know what? I don't want to mm-hmm. shit on Trout. I don't. I'm not here to to shit on the guy. He's still a phenomenal baseball player. He's gonna have just a great life, and he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's got much to worry about. I'm just saying, like fans need to start looking and. Aside from that, let's give props to the guy who's constantly being compared to and constantly being brought up in the conversation with Babe Ruth records. Anytime you hear Otani, you're hearing, oh, here he's he tied another Babe Ruth record or he broke another record Mm -hmm. that hasn't been seen since Babe Ruth. Like this guy, let's just sit back and enjoy it. He won the MVP. He is legit just a freak of an athlete. He's he's stronger than everyone. He's faster than most. And he could do everything. You know, not yeah. only is he DHing in the final of a World Baseball Classic, he's like, all right, he was running back and forth from the bullpen to the dugout when it was his turn to bat, just so he could stay warm and be ready for the ninth inning. You know what I mean? Like this was in it was in the cards. They knew what they were gonna do. They were gonna give him his moment, and he, contrary to Trout, said, "I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna get him one, two, three, and that's what he did, man. So props to Otani, man. He he was phenomenal. He was fantastic. He was the MVP of the tournament for sure. You know, as a winner, he was the best player on that Japanese team. Um, Japan, when you in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we've, but, we've uh, never seen a player quite like him. At least no. I have in this generation. Nah, I've man. Uh, like I don't him. think we might not ever see one just like him for the rest of our lifetime. So we better enjoy sure. it while we can. Yeah, man. So He's anytime you get a chance to watch, yeah, perfect. If you get a chance to watch some baseball games this year and you see an Angel game is on, dude, 
put it on, man. Go watch yourself a unicorn. Enjoy it. Even if he goes over four, you're probably going to see something you hadn't seen before, or you're going to be impressed by something. Very, very, very uh, rarely, if ever, does he go out there and lay a stinker where you just like the guy just gives it his all. Like his body language is great. Everything. He's exactly what you want out of a baseball player. It's incredible. Um, but Gabe. Having watched every uh, every game and been a part of so much here, take away the guys from USA, take away the guys from Japan. Give me your your who's your standout player? Who is the guy that you were like just in awe? Who impressed you the most? Who impressed me the most? Believe it or not, it's from the Mexican team, and it's not a a certain somebody that had a magnet in his glove that kept catching like line drive, stole a home run and did that little swagger. No, for mm-hmm. me, it's uh, the Mexican first baseman, Joey Manises, I think is his last name or Manises. Manises. God, Gabe yeah. is the worst with names. Bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst at pronunciation, but the best at stats. There you go. There you go. I'll give you that. But yeah, Manises, he had a phenomenal tournament. I thought he had a really good one. Yeah. Um, I thought Santander for Venezuela. Man, I didn't know that guy had like 33 bombs for the Orioles last year. You know, and here he was quietly just, you know, hitting jacks for Venezuela the whole tournament. Uh, I liked him, but to me, man, Randy Rosarena was everything you wanted to see. The guy bat- batted uh, four, four something. He was at 500 leading into the I figured you were going to pick him, so I looked for someone yeah. else. I had a feeling. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what? I'm going to go with someone that is probably less likely to be talked about yeah. as an MVP. No, he was fantastic. I think him robbing the home run and just staring into space after he did that was the play of the tournament for me. That was the best thing I saw the whole tournament. He steals the home run, stays there, just staring like this. And everybody's like, wait, he caught it, right? And he's just staring there. And then all of a sudden, he just wakes up from this trance because that's what it was. The dude was in a trance. He was money all tournament. He uh, There was another catch that he made in another game prior, I think it was against um, who did they play in the in the quarterfinals? Mexico. Was it Puerto Rico? Mm. Yeah, they played Puerto Rico, right? Was it Puerto Rico? Let me see. Yeah, because they were the A, they were the group A winners, and they played the or they were the group C winners, and they played the D. Um, so yeah, there was a play against Puerto Rico. He made a diving catch, and they asked him after the game, like, "Hey, how how was this play? How do you feel this and that?" And he said. I've hit a home run in the World Series, and I've hit plenty of home runs, but that catch was the greatest feeling I've ever had. Like he wow. said that that was the greatest Man. play he's ever been a part of. And then, you know, the next game, he does an even sicker play, you know, where he steals the home <laughs> run in a bigger game. So I can only imagine where that one ranks. Um, but to me, Randy, Randy stood out, man. He was phenomenal. Uh, Gus, what about you? I mean, I know you didn't, you weren't at many of the games, but you got to go to a game. You know, how yeah. was your experience? What stood out for you watching it as a fan, man? Well, I went to one game uh, um, to support Nicaragua, obviously. Um, yep. You know, like everyone, I didn't expect Nicaragua to, you know, win the World Baseball Classic or anything like that. They almost so, beat Israel. We almost beat Israel. We were, we were, which, we had to leave for most of the game. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Israel was uh, Israel was choking there because they had loaded the bases twice. Nothing happened, yeah. and then on but you know like, what? When when I looked at Israel in the eighth, I looked at Israel's team, and they have more major leaguers, more uh, minor leaguers on their squad than Nicaragua does. Like, most of Nicaragua's squad is filled with guys that play in Nicaragua's league. So yeah, but the guy nice to me, Richard Blyer, too, former Marlin. 
But the guy that stood out to me is uh, Duke Hebert, bro. The guy that as soon as as soon as he played against the Dominican Republic, the the, the Nika guy played against the Dominican Republic, one solid inning, just striking out all those All Stars. As soon as the game is over, gets a contract from the Detroit Tigers, bro. I, I was filled with pride for my my Nika comrades. That's what's up, man. I don't think there was a better moment yeah. in the entire World Baseball Classic than that. That was legit the moment of the world's of the World Baseball Classic. You know, it doesn't get any better. That's exactly why you you do things like this. This is why Keith Olbermann, as much as I like him, he's got to shut up. Mm-hmm. That was a bad take. You have moments like this. <laughs> uh, whether whether he amounts to something, you know, in the majors mm-hmm. doesn't even matter. The fact that he had this moment, incredible, man. Good for him. Great for him. Uh, that was yeah, my was favorite an awesome moment. storyline. One of yeah. many. There was a lot of storylines yeah. in this World Baseball Classic. There was. Oh, yeah. There was. So much drama. So much uh, good, good, good stories mm-hmm. here. And you know now we gotta wait till 2026. We gotta wait till 2026. But I have a question about out. that. Yeah. So they, I I feel like these these uh World Baseball Classics are not held according to a certain schedule. It's just like whenever they feel like it. No. Why? Um. Well, what happened was 06 was the first one, and they mm-hmm. said that the next one would be three years, and then after that it would be every four years because they wanted like to ramp yeah. it up and do it one year quicker to get it, you know keep it popping again, and then it was supposed to be four. So okay. from 9 to 13, it was fine. And then from 13 to 17, it was also four years. It was fine. But then it was supposed to be um, um, 21. Yeah. And then COVID okay. happened. Exactly. COVID happened. Mm. So they pushed it back for two years. And that's why we're here. Okay. Um, but, man, uh, shout out to the Marlins. They, they were able to hold it down. You know, mm-hmm. the crowds were great. We even had Cuba. We didn't even touch the cuban factor your cuba yeah. played a game in miami against usa mm-hmm. you know that's insane um we had so many many incredible stories and even had a guy defect yeah we had a guy defect and everything catcher, went off yeah, the bullpen catcher yeah, and everything went off without a hitch for the most part you know there was a kind of looks like edwin like 10 years ago I've had like three or four people kinda, tell me that, man. He kind of does. They're like, no They're like, yeah, bro. Did your brother defect? And I'm like, bro, he defected a long time ago, okay? <laughs> a lot of controversy in that Cuba game, though, with, with the crowd control and security and not allowing certain banners and people with shirts. Yeah. It didn't seem like we were in the USA where, where like, you know, you can wear a shirt that says, hey, Castro sucks. Or, yeah. You know, that, that's weird. That, that's weird. That's weird to was, me. There was some some elements that were kind of off, um, but again, it was just like it, it was just it, it, there's just so much like hey, yes. nobody gave Cuba a chance to make it this far. I think that was another like oversight thing, you know, where they were Whoa. like, all right, there's no chance. <laughs> there <laughs> <he goes>. <laughs> <laughs> Hermano, Edwin, <laughs> is he is he hiding in, in your house right now, Edwin? He's like. <laughs> He's in your kitchen right no. now. Is, he, is, that, is this a scam? Edwin is running. He's trying to make it as a baseball player. So now he did more. this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he definitely, definitely, you know, we're definitely related. But oh, again, for sure. sure, dude, like younger brother. Look at that. And man. it was, it was, it, look, it was, it was a little, it was bittersweet, man. I know you got to remember there was family there at the yeah. Cuba game that was seeing their relatives play for the first time ever and they couldn't get close to them. You know, oh, that's and they wild. couldn't approach them and they couldn't be with them. You know, you can celebrate with them in this moment. You know, I was out by the bullpen for of Cuba watching that game 
And you could see when the players were walking by, like the fans were waving at them and crying. And it was a lot of emotion. You know, it's hard to separate, um, you know, your political feelings with your emotional feelings and, you know, your human feelings, you know, Mm -hmm. over players playing a sport. But what does it represent? It's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. And I think, again, overall in the big picture of, of stuff, I was surprised at how well it just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been a much more volatile Very organic. Everything was... And it felt like everything went through, for the most part, without a hitch. Um, I found out, I didn't know this, um, I'm in the press box, and it was the Venice, was it the Puerto Rico-Dominican Republic game. I didn't know Daddy Yankee and Mark Anthony were sitting right underneath my section. <laughs> oh. That's why everybody kept looking up. You thought it was for you? I, no, I, I was wondering <laughs> yeah, what it was for him. Yeah, so I looked down and I was like, what? And I see, and I see Mark Anthony like, ah, like he was into it. And Daddy Yankee, dude, he was, he was there repping. He was an ambassador for the tournament. He did a great job. He was great. He was, did you tell, even after, did you tell Mark Anthony how we should stop playing his song at Inter Miami games? Uh, I was trying to drop a little, a little string with a note, like, hey, oye, call me, you know, like this was, but it, 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 string wasn't long enough. Um, but, but again, uh, the stars were out every game. Uh, <laughs> the stars were out every game. Last <laughs> last night in particular, I I ran into OG nineteen ninety three Marlin Orestes Estrada out in the oh, outfield. I saw that picture. So. And it was so cool. Funny, Bro. quick little quick little note on that, real quick. Um, he's there, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Orestes Estrada. I took a picture with him in 1993 when I was 11 years old at a Publix, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> he was signing autographs for the Marlins there, right? And I see him, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and he's like, and he's like, you by Westchester, right? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He, he was great, dude. Super nice guy, super legit. Very funny thing. He played um, from, like, 89 to, like, 92 in Japan, and he was a power hitter there. He was famous, you know. He had built mm-hmm. a reputation, played for the Marlins for two years, 93, 94, then went back to Japan for one year before he retired. And there was people there stopping him and asking him to do his pose that he used to do back in the mm-hmm. late 80s and early 90s when he was a ball player there. Every time he would hit a home run, he would do like this like samurai thing, like whoa, like that. And people are there, and he's taking pictures with people, and he's like, he's like, how do they remember this? This was like 25 years ago. How do they still tell me to do this? Super nice guy, man. Very, awesome. very cool. I know Gabe got to see and talk and meet at Duque, which was yes, come on, sir. Come on, I should dance you know? with him. Yeah, that was yeah. a heck of an experience. He just walked up to me because I was talking to a coworker, and all of a sudden he just walks up, shakes hands with the guy hugs him and then he introduces himself to me gives me his hand and i and i just shook his hand like oh senor and one old i was like speechless i wasn't even it was like oh my god oh. <laughs> no, something like that more like uh i said to my co i go i am never gonna wash this hand ever again oh man. hey bro that's a four time four not one not yeah. two not three four time wow. world series oh. champion bro four time world series champion um but yeah, man, a lot of the stars were out every game. There was a bunch of people there. Um, it, it was, and again, it went smooth, man. Last night after the game, the celebrations on the field, the players and everything, the Japanese fans were going nuts out in the outfield, taking a bunch of selfies. If you check out our boy Dennis, 
uh, Dennis Sosa photography on, on, on IG. He posted a bunch of pictures of the celebration out there. It was really cool, man. And overall, just happy, man. Happy next week. The Marlins, you know, start. We're going to see. It's going to be weird going to the stadium now and not seeing, you know, 30, 36,000 yeah. people cheering there. We won't uh, have to fight for our seats anymore in the press box. Having a great time. Yeah, I, I will say this. Gabe, let me ask you. Of all the games you went to, when what game and what moment was the loudest it got in the stadium for you? Because there was one moment that stood out for me where I was there and I was like, wow, I need hearing protection. Like I besides the obvious goosebumps that I was getting, it was just so damn loud. My ears were hurting. Uh, oh no, for me it was Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. It just didn't stop. I could barely hear myself think. It was that yeah. loud. <laughs> the stadium shook, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Definitely, that one was probably the most sustained one. But for me, Trey Turner's uh, Grand Slam, like, literally blew the roof off the place audio-wise. audio, audio <laughs> wise. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life, dude. I was like, oh, you know, I was just Damn. blown away, just amazed at what I just saw. And then, right, it was just and you legit worked, the And you worked thing. next to Jet Fighters. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was I was like, I need hearing protection, man. This is, is going to hurt, you know? And, and, and again, shout out. To uh to all the fans there and everybody, and you know Gabe will be at opening uh opening weekend. He'll be there for a couple of the games. Uh, we'll all be there. Uh, so let's see, man. We'll 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 have Gabe back on and do a little Marlins talk. You know, once the season mm-hmm. starts, maybe maybe again next week. If, if Gabe, if you're free and you want to come on and you know preview yeah, the sure. Marlins a little bit. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Marlins baseball, and I'm also looking forward to the ice cream machine coming off the I.O. Because it was (laughs) not present during the World Baseball Classic. It was one of the few disappointments, very, very few, that I had of the tournament, which reminds me, just to drop a a little statistic that uh, I learned. So when when we were sitting in the press box, they said, you know, tonight's paid attendance, and it was for, you know, for numbers, I think it was 36,098. But the part that started getting my attention was the total attendance at Lone Depot Park across 15 games. It was 475,000. Right, okay, 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 Gabe, Gabe. You're going to have to say again what was you're the You're going to have to repeat that. <laughs> yeah. The total attendance was? Total attendance of Lone Depot across 15 games was 475,269. And then for the tournament itself, 1,306,414. That's a lot of people. All records. All records for World Baseball Classic, Mm -hmm. and they just continue to break. Um, But, hey, we loved it. We had October baseball in March, meaningful, important baseball. And, man, I'm looking forward to it in 2026, but I'm also looking forward to this season. I feel like this also, you know, now – we we it, it helps us roll into a baseball season and you know i'm excited to see what's going to happen and and we'll see we'll we'll have some more we'll have some more time to talk about baseball as the season progresses but gabe thank you so much be sure to gabe uh gabe will have his recap uh done for uh, by tomorrow should have it out on on uh lemoncitylive.com about last night's game you can check out all his recaps for all the games and every his whole entire world baseball classic coverage as well as marlins coverage throughout the season and be sure to follow him on Twitter at Gabe Wright Sports. So, Gabe, I got one last nugget you for you, Edwin. Oh, give me, give me, give me. All right. So when I was uh, researching a little bit on Trout and the like, I came across a CBS Sports article from like a uh, October. 
Ah, okay. You came across an article. What? Say it again. Your your connection's broken out. That of all the uh, active MVPs, only Otani and Trout are the only two guys that have never won a playoff game. Oh. You got to break that up then. Somebody's got to leave that team. Yep, it's all turning. He'll be gone after the season. You think so? I heard he's going to do it tomorrow. Yeah, I heard the Marlins are going to get him. Marlins oh, gonna... yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marlins are going to get him. And they're going to get uh, Aaron Judge, too. Who else are yeah. we going to get? No, we don't want him. We, we had Ichiro. Mike Stanton back. No, we had Ichiro, <laughs> and he's going to help us get uh, Otani. But all right, well, we got uh, we got to talk some Vice City here coming up now. But, Gabe, thank you so much, man, for thank hanging out with us, bro. Me. Have a good night, bro. All right. Have a good one. Japan on your end ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man that was good man dude he came he came with it strong today bro with the nuggets yeah, man. man i like that oh, yeah. um all right it's time let's change the let's change the appropriate background here because now it's time to do a little vice city fc here yeah. chavi i like that chavi what yeah. the hell's going on dude i had him in my power rankings in my top 10 i had him as high as i think it was five they, four, four, five. Four, if you, you, they went up to like fourth. I had them up to five. I had to kick them out after two games. I mean, the first two games, they they won the first two games. They looked pretty decent, but after after four games, we see that Philadelphia might not be as strong this season as as we figured. Yeah, they, they've had some other. Um, the first game against Montreal, but Montreal might be better than we thought because you know they beat Montreal. But Montreal's been pretty decent. hasn't hasn't been bad. Um, the last week on the road, the road woes. Continue yeah. to continue. The coach said that in after the first game, he's like, "Oh, you know, I consider the season a continuation of the journey from last season," mm-hmm. and and it, and it looks like it is the same thing. Hopefully, it's not. Where the team is super strong at home, you know, they 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 held down the fort two zero two zero, but then when they go on the road, something just happens, and they not only do they get some bad breaks because it's not like they played horrible against NY, you know, against New York City FC, they didn't play a bad game. And then this last game wasn't too good, though. You know, the last game against Toronto, I see a team that beat him five times in a row. Um, they didn't play their best game. Yeah. It's their first game without Gregory. The coach just doesn't want any excuses. He had a mini rant about that after the press conference because everybody kept asking about Gregory. And he said, hey, no excuses. You know, well, we have enough quality. Let's give people a little background here in case you, because uh, we didn't have a show last week, in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, Inter Miami won the first two games, like Chavi said. But 2-0, 2-0. couple of 2-0 bangers, including one over Philly, which was a big win at the time. Mm-hmm. Still is, you know, but at the time, very big win. Um, then they uh, they went on the road to New York, NYCFC, who we all thought would be an easy win. That's not a good New York team. That's a team that's got mm-hmm. lost a lot of their players. A lot it's a of tough, their tough venue. It's a tough venue. They're, it's a very uncomfortable venue. They they have that advantage where it's like like a ping pong table yeah. where where it's a special dimension that only you have. Uh-huh. So you, you got that home field advantage. You know the little drops and stuff. Like it, it's a weird uh, place yeah, to it play. Is a weird and, and they they have the advantage. But. They did. They did, and they took advantage of it. But again, even after that game, you still were kind of hopeful because that game ended one nothing on an own goal on a on a cross that went off of McVeigh's leg. Anybody could have won, yeah. So you still felt kind of good. But this loss at Toronto, now I didn't get to watch that game. I was working um, one of the WBC games. Tommy, what 
what did you see having watched the whole game? Like, where was the big problem? If you could put your finger on what happened in Toronto, I'm just where was tell it? You obviously, you know, my, my perspective because I've I've heard a whole bunch of different things, but I do believe that the the midfield was well, there was something missing. There, there was I, when I talked to the coach when I asked, I well, my question in regards to that was, you know, every position in the team, a forward, midfield, different. There's always a captain like a leader on each position. And, it, and yeah. for the midfield, it's definitely Gregory for Miami, yeah. right? So who would take over? Who would who would be the next leader, you know, in his spot? And he mentioned Gene Malta, and he said Bryce Duke. Like, you know, those are guys that, that he thinks. Your boy. Could, could, right, yeah. Right? He disappointed me that game. Um, but, but what I saw and what I wrote is that I didn't see them being fluid. I didn't see this, this – um, progression i didn't see something like a purpose i saw a lot of touching around and movements but i didn't see pizarro didn't have had his worst game of the season i think and i've been tooting you know that that he's having a pretty good season so i it's the first i think regular game kind of too bad that he's played all season okay but but he was a little bit wild he 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 would lose some balls and then like his defending wasn't so great um, it was really cold I, I up think, there too, right? Like the temperatures were very, very. No excuses. The coach <laughs> says no excuses. No damn excuses. Well, okay? isn't Neville's thing is like he was doing sun dances to try to get like the stadium down high here, and everything. Here, he likes the heat. Now he's a, a beach guy now with, with Beckham. <laughs> so they're, they're beach bums now. So they're used to. But you know, I, I just didn't see the midfield mesh. You know, they brought in Duke and and I before the game I tweeted out, I was like, yeah, this is a big opportunity for him. You know, yeah. it's year two with the team. Last season, he had a, a breakout season. So now we're expecting more. Now there's expectations for him. He's not just, you know, a young kid coming. No, he, he, we showed he can do something. He led yeah. the team in assists last year. So, and he, he, he was very, to my liking, he was very cautious. I don't know if it was the tactics that the coach wanted from him because he did go all over the field and try to play with everybody. But he was very safe. It was always the safe, very okay. safe ball i didn't see some of his cockiness like you know, the moves and it, it, it was just too safe and, and i didn't see anything special from pisaro i didn't see anything let me let me ask you about duke um do you think that him playing safe it has something to do with him not getting consistent playing time you know dating back to last season and and, and he's and, uh, and he's a, fur, a little further down he's a little mm -hmm. further down because he, he he has the the qualities maybe like a little bit further up to be more of the attacking midfield Because there mm -hmm. he's playing an eight, and he can do it. He can do it because he has the ability to do it. I just I don't know why um, he's playing so safe. But obviously, you know, whoever says that not having uh, minutes as a starter doesn't affect you. It's lying. You know, you, you can come in every game, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but it's not the same as being a consistent starter. You know, you know you're starting mentally. Yeah. You're 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 because on the bench you're really not sure if you're gonna come in or not. Because a coach, you know, he has he has tendencies, but it doesn't always work that way. There's guys on the bench that dress up and, and don't see a minute. So, yes, I, I think that has an impact because he played his best games last season when he was on a consistent run of, of starting, you know. Okay. So you get into a flow, and, and it's and it's a lot of mental. There's no set plays. You know, there's no set plays. The kind of movements that you understand, but there's no set plays. So sometimes he might see a pass here, but the guy, you know, they haven't played so long with each other. They, he doesn't understand it. He might move in a different direction. Yeah. So it, it does affect. Now, um, Malta, I'm expecting a, a big season from him, too. And I don't think he did bad, but he dropped into Gregory's pivot spot, into his spot. And the thing that Gregory does, and I wrote that in the article, you know, because I, I thought about it. It's like, all these guys, 
have a lot of quality. They have a lot of skill. They're, they're really good players. But do they have the grit and the dog that Gregory has? And you need that. You need that bad guy, like like um, like uh, Scarface, you know, say hello to the bad guy. You guys need me. <laughs> well, well, say hello to the bad guy. That You need that guy. In every team, you need that guy. And for, for Miami, it's Gregory. He, he you know, he, 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 has he has quality, <laughs> but he's the bad guy. You know, he's. He's poking, he's hitting, he's knocking, he, 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 you know, and no apologies. But can I make a, can I make an argument that, all right, yeah, it's nice to have that guy. But at the end of the day, these are all, you know, adults, professionals, professional athletes that they Pro should players. know they've played. I'm sure it's not the first time that they haven't had their dog guy in battle here. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a pretty bad showing all overall. Like there was, yeah. there was, there was no attack. The defense, you know, gave up two, you know, lackluster goals. They were outperformed. Like, there was nothing. There was nothing to brag about, you know, this Toronto game. Going back into, you know, watching highlights and watching the replay and stuff afterwards, not watching it live. And But from the people who did watch it live and then I was asking, I was getting the same feedback, which is just, you know, abysmal. Um, the worst performance so far out of the four. Yeah. yeah. Now – let me ask you. We've got four games with Joseph Martinez now. We've had four games without Leo Campana. When them two are together, we can assess there. But give me your assessment of Joseph Martinez so far through four games. Okay, and, and I happen to touch upon that in the article too. It's it's his four games. You know, Miami went out of its way to go get him. Yeah. You know, they had to get out of the contract. They do you know they do, do do stuff to to make him come here, yeah. and and he's here now, and he's not showing his best version. You know, from the beginning, the coach has said even preseason, hey, we have to, we're, we're taking him slow. You know, after surgery, it's already been more than a year. We're taking him slow, and, and he's working his way back into shape because he hadn't played since, like, May of, some, of, of last year because yeah. the, the coach over there had, had stopped putting him into play. So um, he, he's not in his best version. He, he's giving an effort. Joseph looks slow out there. <laughs> he looks a little – you know what? He, he looks like a little – you know, he's, he's small, and he's kind of thick. But he's not looking quick or fast, you know, like 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 Afecito saying. He 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 has the instincts, but it's just not going in either. He he's they're giving is him he, some feeds. He's gotten some good opportunities, and he hasn't put them in. Which is he is, still which, not fit? You think he's still not fit? He's still not fit. He's still like, feeling his way, I think, into into a team. And and over there, he has you know before, and 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 now there's Thiago. But they they had uh, above average quality person feeding. Feeding mm-hmm. those guys and and mm-hmm. and everything. The trick to the goal scorer is feed me, Seymour. What did Pozuelo do to to Higuain? And I'm not just saying because Pozuelo was here because Higuain, what, what, you know, his form uh, he got better. They yeah. helped each other. But you have to have a guy that if he puts it there, you put it in. Because yeah. if you just have the guy that puts it there and the guy can't put it in, it doesn't work. You know, they they have to work together. Let me ask you, what about his body language? Like, are you feeling like are you getting any? Early Iguain vibes when he first got here, not, not, where no, it was no, no, like, no, no, no. oh he's, my god! No, no, no. He, he okay. he's focused. He's motivated. I, I think he was a little more frustrated in this game, but he 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 hasn't given that attitude. You know, he he okay. he's known to be a little spicy, right? Yeah. So, but he hasn't shown that yet. I think he's happy to be here. He you know he's happy he has his kid. Like he's in a good moment right now, and he's in a in a place where he wants to be and he wants to play for the team. So I, I think he's good with that. It's just he's not in his great form. I don't think, you know, he, he's getting the same quality balls that, that he got there just yet. 
Yeah. He's starting to learn, you know, how, how they all play. And he ha- he's had chances, and they haven't gone in. The one that, that went in was offside, just, just you know, slightly offside. So I, I think this this time with the uh, Venezuelan national team, he's going to be back over there. Hopefully he, he gets some playing time over there. He Maybe he scores in, in some of these friendlies. Because goal scorers is you got to see one go in, and then you get, you know, so you get some wait, more. wait. You just brought up something. So wait, he's not he's not going to be playing for Miami this weekend. He's not he's not mm. playing. Um, Robert Taylor also, and I I don't recall a couple of the other guys. Um, so Miami's going to have to put some other people in. But they, they, we might see we might have a Leo Campana sighting. If if not this game, the next. It. But the coach, yeah, the coach mentioned. You know, he they thought maybe Toronto and and hopefully Chicago. So I'm pretty sure he will be coming in. Okay. Uh, if not, you know they they got they got a couple of options with some of the new guys. I mean, Steph, uh, Coco can play forward. Nah, but we need it. We need it. Without Joseph like this a- week, without Robert Taylor, coming off of two losses, you don't want to be the team that's two and three. There's a humongous difference from two and three. To oh, especially three and two. no, no, no. The, the, all the you know? all the credibility they built up, all the momentum. Because yep. you know you're two and two, and you can say, okay, you know they were away, blah blah blah. But if you get beat by a Chicago team that that's not stacked. Um, and, and I don't think you can underestimate them either because any, on any given Saturday, anything can happen. But uh, Chicago's I, the worst team in the East right now. They yeah, have two seriously. points. They have only Colorado is worse with one point. They're Kansas City, the Galaxy, and Chicago are at the we, bottom. We're going to see how deep uh, Inter Miami is because, you know, if they might not have their big, two big dogs up top. They might not have – well, they might not – no, they're not going to have Robert Taylor, who's like the the, the sixth man uh, of the yeah. team. Like the guy comes in and, and he yeah, always performs. Yeah, he, he always performs and he's solid anywhere they put him. Now, so I don't, it's, it's not an easy game, though. It's not. It's, an easy not. Game. it's a trap game. Classic trap game here. Um, oh, uh, Cafecito says uh, Chicago will also miss a couple of important players. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but, again, end of the day here, we need Neville to show – that he's not a, a motivational speaker who gets results. I want to see something tactical come out this week where he understands his deficiencies, understands the holes that he has in his lineup without Joseph Martinez, with potentially not uh, Leo Campana in there, with obviously no Gregory, uh, with no Gregory, with none of these other guys. What is he going to do? He's really got to come out of here. He can't play it safe with some wishy-washy lineup here. He's got to come out strong and Really take it to this team, man. Like we need a we need a strong showing here. We need a, a solid win to get people, mm-hmm. you know, back on track with this team being what you know what it is. Because I'm sorry, man. This is Miami, and this is a title town. The expectation is it's not just oh we're gonna make the play. It's top four. It's we gotta host mm-hmm. a game here. He said we, that. He yeah. said that they're aiming so, for and a game here. That's as 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 high as he was after that, you know, Philadelphia win. He's gonna be as low as he's ever been if we don't get three points this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. You've you you have time to prepare, you've had a full week, figure it out, do something. I want to see something from Phil uh from Phil Neville here. I want to see Miami really come through and make the, something the players happen. have to be prepared. Yeah. I, I think tactically he always gets dog. They say he doesn't know. I'm not so I'm not so sure. I'm not sold on that. But I, I see a lot of um, – there was a lot missing from the players in that game, you know. Because we talk about Gregory. Gregory covers so many people's back. But on, on, the, on the goal by um, Toronto, uh, the, the, goal, the second goal, you, they get caught out of position incredibly. I mean, you, have, you had Franco, Franco Negri 
mm-hmm. goes up high, which is great. But the team, it's basic, basic movements. If if he's got there's a space, people have to rotate. Well, yeah. there wasn't a rotation. They they stole the ball. The ball got moved to the opposite side of the field. The team shifted, and yeah. like little kids, they all went and and nobody watched their back. So Bernadeschi, um, I, I, who was it? Anthony K. Mark Anthony K. Switched it to the other side to Bernadeschi, who was basically all alone. And yeah. then the defense had to shift again, and everybody was blaming Neville's kid. Like they're all knocking on him because he said Harvey, it's yeah. his fault. And in that goal, it wasn't his fault. There was like three or four different movements in from the midfield where people didn't go where they were supposed to be. Pesaro didn't cover the man's back. Bernadeschi comes in, and then you get Larea cutting in with nobody coming, you know, to defend. He just how does that how does, does that happen? Is that like a lack of communication? Is it a lack of preparation? All, I think maybe all of the above. In preparation, I think the coach prepares them for, for these things. But uh, as a player, these guys are, are experienced players. Pesaro, you know, I've been tooting that. This has to be a, a redemption season for him. He's got all the skills. He has all. This last game, he looked lazy to me defensively. And one of the reasons was, was on, that, on that play, he kind of cuts in with Duke, and they're going in, and these guys are just going behind their backs. Just going behind yeah. me. And then Lorea makes a run all by himself. Nobody's there. And then when they do shift to try to go to Larea, um, Harvey had his guy, but he saw Osorio going in and he cut to try to get there. So that's why everybody's knocking him and saying, oh, no, it was his guy. It wasn't. He had his guy. He was where he was supposed to be. And when everybody shifted over, he went to cover that guy because he was open. Yeah. And, 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 and they scored. But it was a whole team. Like the movement defensively for the team was crappy on that play. It was, it was really crappy. And, and it starts in the midfield. It starts with the midfield. And, and that's where you miss Gregory because he covers so many people's backs and cut plays. He, he used to screw up a lot with the ball, but he covered people. I'm going to turn it to Phil Neville here. No more Gregory talk, bro. We got to move on. It's been a so game. You need, you need, we got to find the guy Volta, who's going to – You need Volta, You need Pesaro. There you go. And you need Duke to, to haul ass and cover. Duke gives it effort. He's not the greatest, you know, defender. polished, the world, yeah. But you need Pizarro to step up defensively. And you need Volta to to carry that way back there. You know, he's going to have to carry that way back there and, and just give the ball easy to the guys up top and cover his spots. I agree with the with the fact that um, that uh, Pizarro needs to have this type of redemption season here this year. Like, this is definitely like, bro, you, you were DP. You're not. You're this guy now like this. You you, you got to show that you got something here. You know what not I mean? Because. Not here, where everywhere exactly. he's gone, he, so, he's 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 lacked. He's missing something. He so, has the tools, but he's not doing it. He needs so to t- do it. He needs to so do it. So tell me now, Chicago, Saturday, seven thirty, Drive Pink Stadium. You're gonna be there. Oh, do you think? Let me ask you first. This: Do you think these two losses and the poor play, the really exceptionally poor play in Toronto? He's gonna is gonna bring a damper to the crowds on Saturday. You think there's gonna be a dip in attendance because of it? I I don't think it's gonna be. If there is, I don't think it's much because the because first you know two games, you know La Familia guys are gonna be there. It's, they're always it's the there. Other yeah. people. It's the, it's the, the people the on the last, sidelines. The that, first two games, the the people have that memory of of there. You know, being in that stadium and winning. So that's there. But true, also also like like the the crowds, the yeah. the fans. I've gotten together a little bit more, and, and I feel the atmosphere. Remember I had talked about the atmosphere still not being there? It's getting a little bit better, and people are, yeah. are having more fun before the game. 
So okay. I, I think, you know, and, and it's, a, and it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun time. I, I have friends that have gone for the first time. that have never been to the game. They love the music. They love the, you know, all, all the, yeah. the, the crazy stuff going on in, in the stadium. So I think it'll be, we don't have the greatest uh, attendance either, you know, to begin yeah. with in the, in the league, we don't have the greatest attendance. That's why. But, but, but I, but I think, but I think it, it if it's not going to, I don't expect it for this game to drop. If they bomb this game, then then I do. Yeah, because see, I don't think we have the best attendance, but we definitely have a home field advantage. You know, oh, we've absolutely. proven that. Absolutely. So I don't, but it's based off attendance. You know, that home field advantage won't be there if the people aren't there. Uh, my next question is, what's your prediction Saturday against Chicago? Are we taking the three points? What's your score prediction and here? This, Give this it was, to us. This was tough. I I, I have to say they got to take it because I, you know, in, in the article I wrote that that if if they don't take those three points, you know, their their momentum, their credibility, everything. To start the season is coming down. Last season, I used to compare it to a to you know, a, a, um, well, what is that called? The um, not the railroad, the roller, roller coaster. coaster. The roller. <laughs> I got I lost brain fart for a second there. The roller coaster. I used to compare it to roller coaster, and, and like you put it one zero into wins. The roller coaster, and because it, it was up and down, and they're doing the same thing, man. They were they're going up, and now they're going down, and let, so they're they're inconsistent, and they need to win this game. They have to win this game, and they have to start at least tying or doing something on the road because it cannot be the same thing. So what's as last your score? Season. What's your score prediction here? You going with Steve one one zero or what? No, I think there'll be more goals. I I think they tend to have at least two goals. They haven't scored since their last home game. Yeah. So well, lucky for them, they're playing at home. But, but yeah, you know, the, Miami's missing some players, but they're also going to be missing. I don't know if Borgelin will be back, but if Borgelin, let me tell you, if Borgelin is back, and I don't have that that scoop. But if Borgen is back and Campana is back, I think that's a powerful, powerful front. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think Miami's going to take it. And I'm going to go – I don't want to go 2-0 again because they – I'm going 2-0, baby. Three in a I'm row. Three in a row. At least three, three in a row, 2-0. I mean, I'm being conservative. I was thinking five, but I'm going to go two. Chicago sucks, I think, bro. I think they might surprise. I'm going to I'm oh, gonna go guys, maybe going three. three. Three zero. I was gonna say three one, but but I like the three zero more. I think they're gonna surprise. I think if Borgen is back and Capana's back, I think you know there's a little boost because when you get one of those stud uh, forwards up there, you 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 get a little more hyped. So yeah, let's go three zero. Let's go three zero. All right. Two snaps, a twist, and a kiss. We're all in agreement here, um, but I will say. If, we're homers. We're homers. If, are, are, are you ever going to say they're going to lose? If if they lose this week, then I'm they're, I'm dooming them for the rest of the season. I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> who's like, nah, that's it. They, they this is the make or break game for me as a fan. As you know that nah, I'm not going to say bandwagon fan, but as that fair weather fan, I'm gonna I'm gonna just if they lose, I'm just against the worst totally... team in the conference is such a cop out, bro. Hey, Duke, Duke <laughs> Malta, and Pesaro need to have big big game. Yep. As individuals and as a unit, they need to have a big game now in this game against Chicago, and they need to show something. Duke needs to show me something because I hype him up. I've been hyping him up. I think he has what it takes to be a very good player, but he needs to do it. He needs to be consistent. Yeah. The coach, no excuses, right? No excuses. I mean, like coach, no excuses. Pesaro, no excuses. Mota, no excuses. This is a game that they have to dominate the midfield 
and make the team win. They need to lead this team. I like Father Chavi over here slamming the, the, the table. My, my guy, like, my guy in the back, you know, <laughs> you, the big Ukrainian. It's a dad I, I move right him. there. He, he, that guy's a bad guy. He, yep. he just comes in, he's consistent, and he does his stuff and fundamentals. McVay, you know, he had that little own goal, whatever. I, I forgive him because he, he's been very solid at center back. Yeah. You know, negative has been pretty good. Just this last game, I didn't like the fact that he got caught up so high and, and just, you know, twice was, was just catching hey, I gotta, well, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to ask you again. Okay, this power dad move that you did, it's such a power move that the dad Which one? Which one? The slamming? Yeah. How often do you use that against your kids? Like, is it, is it, is it, is it as effective be, as I think? No, 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 no. I have to be pissed to do that. Okay. I, I, but, usually with the kids, it, it's a look. It, I have, remember, I have a two-year-old. So oh. now when he does, and this one, I have four kids, and this one's the I can't believe you have one in college and one that's two. Like you just, you just hate don't, your life. Don't ask. That's for another segment. <laughs> that's for another segment. There's a right. long story behind that. His soldiers but, but only the little, march periodically. The little one, the little one is, is like a hurricane. So now <laughs> what I what I tell him is like, hey, you know, if he's acting up, I give him the look, and then I go like this, the pinchy claw. Oh, I just go like that, the pinchy claw, and goes. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to use the pinchy claws, but they're there just in case. Bro, that's yeah. such a Colombian move right there. My mom used to the fight. The pinchy, yo. Oh, my, my God. My wife's mom, too. My, yeah, my yeah, mom, yeah. bro, dominated dominated everything with the pinch, bro. The pinchy that claws. and the claws. I, I call it the pinchy claws. Yeah, yeah. So, See, there was like, the pinch. There was the pinch that she would do to me when I was bad. And then when I was exceptionally bad or doing something <laughs> that I really shouldn't do... <laughs> Um, exceptionally it, bad. Exceptionally bad. Usually, it was a church thing. We'd be at church Ooh. every Sunday, and I'd have to sit, you know, like this. If I started, you know, dozing off or not paying attention, <laughs> she couldn't pinch me. So she, what she would do is she'd reach over, grab my forearm like this, like like that. Oh, and yeah. dig the nails right here. Yeah. Dig it into oh. my arm. Yeah, and I'd have the little marks down, and I'm just like, you know, that's how it was, man. Yeah, ears, my ears, ears will get pinched. Nah, man. Oh, yeah, we all know. Hey, we turned out okay. Now, now they'll yeah. say that's abuse and they'll call, you know. Oh, that's, why, that's why I said I'm no, not having kids, bro. If I can't do uh, what they did to me, then I'm not going to do it, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. So, you, we may mention that this weekend there's, there's going to be some um, some teams that are going to be short some players because there is an international Throughout break. the league, yeah. Through, but yeah. the league is still playing. So, um, as MLS... Oh, we're gonna have to go through, but before we get into a little, I just, I mean, we have U.S. Men's National Team. There's really not much to talk about. They're playing uh, Grenada this uh, Friday. The 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 roster came out. There looks like the, the the conversations and the reports that are coming out of the camp is that a lot of the players, apparently, even Pulisic liked Burhalter. They liked what was going on. Uh, obviously, the investigation came back, Surprising. and it showed. And it showed that I, I said that, and some guy told me that I need to improve my comprehension skills. Yeah, I don't know, man. That uh, that guy needs to figure it out. But no, yeah, man, he should have he should have apologized. If he was like a, a man, he yeah. write back and say, you know what, shit, I screwed up. I I, yeah. I listened to the you're whole right. interview, and you're right. Yeah, I, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, here it's looking like you know, uh, Claudio Reyna and his wife—I forget her name—they're just a couple of Karens. It happens in <laughs> even at U.S. Men's the National parents. Team. They're soccer parents that got exposed. That's all that it's is. Big time, big time exposed. Uh, apparently, but don't give. Don't be. I'm sorry, I cut you off, but don't give her yeah. to a pass because there, there's a there's a backstory. No, yeah, and it, it all started. It all started when Reyna got his Burkhalter's son, like kind of put him off to the side on on the team. Yeah. And, and didn't you? And then traded him. So yeah. I. So that's where they think that Burkhalter is retaliating against his son. So that's where all these little back and forth is going. This is all mature, and they're both 
This is the worst of soccer parents. I still think they got to get rid of everybody because I wasn't happy with I agree, agree, I agree. at the World Cup. So, you know, there's but been, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Berhalter's back. I, I, it's starting to feel like that. It's starting unless to Hudson, unless Hudson's picking up steam because with, with that little comment, Pepe made, that little comment, well, I don't know, but with I that know little the comment, Pepe Pepe made a made, comment, but they might, they might just keep him and go safe. Just, what, did Pepe, what did Pepe say? What's the comment? That this guy is like when they, when they're attacking players in the in the third in the in the final, final third, third, he allows them to be more creative. If you think you have the capacity to, to make a play happen or something happen, he gives them that freedom. But I, look, so, I feel like every coach gives their their good players that freedom. I don't know. It makes, me, it makes me seem it makes me seem that Burkhalter think... kind of kind of gave him like a book. Of, of no, no, go out. I think what happened in, was don't do I, this. Don't go one on one too much. Blah, I think blah, blah. what happened is is that Pepe and some of these guys get the freedom. They fuck up, and this guy says, "Hey, bro, I gave you the freedom," and then you you screwed it up, and then they're like, "Oh, you didn't? No, 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 exactly." You know, um, but look, I, I I still think they got to go after somebody else. They need a whole change of culture here. Um, some of the names that have been rumored, you know, obviously there's the Jose Mourinho name mm-hmm. that keeps popping up. Thierry Henry was very open about saying how he wanted that job and he would like that job um, on an interview on, I think it was NBC yeah. Sports or Sky Sports, one of those. He talked about it very openly. He's on CBS. Um, he works for CBS Sports. Oh, CBS. Um, Jesse Marsh, the coach of, of the former fired coach, coach of Leeds, Leeds. Mm-hmm. Um, former coach of Leeds. I don't want him, not because he's not good. But no, man, like you go, if you go coaching USA, you're not coaching in Europe. I want more U.S. coaches in Europe. You know what I mean? Like if you're a good one, I don't want you to just be here coaching the U.S. men's national team once every four years. No, nah, man, go out there and be, become a legend in Europe if you can. You know, yeah. go out there, get another job, be, you know, continue to coach. I don't think like him coming to, to coach the national team would be, you know, a win for him. Um, the, is, there, is there a favorite? Is there a favorite right there's now? There's Curtin also, the coach of Philadelphia. He said uh, that he wanted to, that he would be interested. He, but he would even be. A, he said he would even be interested as a, as the assistant too. Yeah, but the thing yeah. with him is kind of like Jesse Marsh, but in MLS. Like, dude, you you made it to one MLS Cup final. Continue to build on your legacy here. Like, you're you're a good coach. People like playing for you, and there's a lot of you know praise about what you're doing in Philly. Continue to build that. Don't give up on that. I want to see MLS be good. I want to see coaches in Europe be good. You know, but who's on your list then? Who's on your list? Because you're like narrowing it down to my choice is either Mourinho or Henri. Because like you got to go for for Mourinho would be incredible. No foreign coach. Did did Bielsa ever won? Did Bielsa pick up a team? Are you still available, Marcelo Bielsa? I don't know. I'm not sure. That that's that's a if you want a culture change, a culture shock, or anything, that's one right there. But I don't. I don't. I, I feel like Mourinho would be the guy because he's there's nothing left for him. Like he's literally won everything. He won that conference yeah. cup. He won Europa League. He's won Champions League. He's won leagues everywhere he's played. That would like, be fantastic for you. Would be great. I just don't see it happening. I don't see it. I honestly, my thing, like yo, if Thierry Henry really wants it, he did, did a good job with Montreal. He played no, in he MLS. Didn't. Yeah, he did. He took him to the playoffs. Oh, that was a good one. Oh gosh, fun. Thierry Henry, bro. Thierry Henry has not been a good coach, man. I was when I saw that he wanted to coach U.S. Men's, men's national team, I got super excited. But then when I started looking back at his coaching pedigree, I was like, uh-huh. eh, he, he didn't really do very well. Right, well, he did good. He did good in Montreal. He left because uh, he wanted to go back to to Europe, or I forget the the actual reason why. But no, he, he did a good job. Montreal was a good team. Montreal, even up until last season, was a good team, and that was based off of you know what he implemented and what he had started there. Who do we have as a front runner? 
I don't know. That's the thing. There's nobody. That, that, There's so really that's nobody. Where, that's where it looks like Borkovic is coming back. Exactly. That's where I like think he's coming back. And, and if you get Polishek, you know, one of you, your star, the face of the team. Yeah. Reina's not the face yet. If ever. Saying that. Uh, you have him, and then you have in the background the other guys, you know, backing him up and saying, "Yeah, you know, the the, the culture, the, the 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 fraternity, you know, we like him, the players, we like the, his style, blah 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 blah." The easy thing is bring him back, and and the U.S. might just do the easy thing. Yeah. All the right. Bearhalter sucks, man. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? I, but you look at the results. Bro. But but this... then you look what you just said with Terry. Go back and look at his results with the team. And and you look at the things he's won and his record and all that stuff, and you yeah, gotta he give just, him he some beat props. a shitty Mexico team a bunch of times. But he did it, it though. But you win. But he won. It, yeah, he won. He put trophies to, up there. We're, we're, he put we're trophies used up to there. Beating Mex- a shitty Mexico team. Now, now. Hey. even before him, even before him, we're used to beating shitty Mexico teams. Dude, he but beat him like three that, times in the same already. year, and like he look. No. I I, hey, I I get, get that, but I don't want a coach that just beats Mexico. I want a coach exactly. that threatens in the World Cup, that threatens exactly. in other things, you know. Especially and we haven't with threatened this opportunity anybody. that we I, have I right agree, now with these but, players but, we have right now playing at home. I agree, but give me a name that's realistic. No, I I get you. I get you. I gave you the best names. I gave you the best names that have been rumored out there and that have made their intentions known. But this is also U.S. soccer. They're gonna fuck it up. Bielsa doesn't appear to be coaching anywhere. So no, that's why I mentioned him because he's yeah. been mentioned. He's been mentioned, and he's a, he's a culture. I mean, he's a great, great coach. I just don't know if he would fit in here. Look, bro, I'm available. U.S. Soccer, holler <laughs> at your boy. All right. As what? As a backup goalie? As as the head coach, and I got two assistant coaches that I can bring with me, and then a third one also. Okay, so I'm in. You know, I'm in. I'm in. Us, we'll bring the whole Lemon City squad. We'll do like Scaloni, you know, we'll, yeah, like, like Argentina. Oh, they'll criticize us at the beginning and then we'll I'll take all the, the press up, conferences. We're, we're, we're idols. I'll take all the press conferences. I'll answer oh, you're all great. the you're questions. Great. You're a great speaker. I'll answer all speaker. that stuff. I'll no, be like, no, bro, no. give me all the sh- give me all the smoke, bro. I want it, bro. You know, like, no, you become a celebrity alone. overnight. Yeah, you become a celebrity. Ted Lasso, baby. Which speaking of, I'm gonna go watch Ted Lasso episode one. Right I've here. never seen one done. episode, believe it or not, bro. Get it? Get... I've never seen bro, it. You ha- First of you all, have Apple TV now. Go watch. Yes. it. yeah, I do, but I don't want to because I don't want to get caught up and all that. I hate people catch up. If I like it, then I have to catch up. It's look. It's only three seasons. This is the third season, and it's gonna be the final season ever. They're not doing another season. In, which is great they said hey oh, really? it's three seasons okay. long and that's okay. it so go first of all slap yourself second <laughs> go back watch season one it's probably the most feel-good great tv show that i've seen in a long time it's legit it's just, i hear everybody talking about show. it i don't know yeah. so i'm gonna go watch that now um, so we don't have but, a consensus of who's gonna coach the team no we and don't then, and then we don't even know if messi's coming to miami anymore now although he's, well, his ass is getting booed over there and like he's not having a great time for the next show for the next yeah. show for the next show we got to give people you know give them what give them they wanting want. more uh but before we do go here i do want to ask uh because i was curious what we've had four weeks of mls we've had a lot of good um oh, action there's a, I, lot, a lot of good teams playing and everything like that and you guys have been able to sample some um gus this might be the most mls you've watched in a four-week span you know before or the most diverse you know because of all yeah. the action all the teams playing you know now that all the games are on us on, on one night and you know you could watch something whether it's free on apple tv they have select games or on the fox broadcast you got mm-hmm. something to watch it's good mm-hmm. um of all those of all the teams you've been able to sample and you know dabble in a little bit what uh what team have you enjoyed watching what's uh what's everybody's like you know team to watch when it's not miami I mean, obviously, I'm covering Orlando. Um, okay. They just lost their first game of the season 
and and they yep. dominated that game. So they should have won. They should still be undefeated. Wow. You know what I mean? They they control possession. They outshot Charlotte, almost doubled, almost doubled their their shots on goal. It was it was they just they were unlucky to lose that game. Honestly, yeah. Um, I, I kind of put it on on Ferran Torres. You know that that I mean he's he's very young. Facundo, Facundo. My bad, Facundo Torres. I I always make that fucking mistake. No, no, Fernandez's cousin. <laughs> no, Facundo's cousin is Nahuel. And Jerónimo. Yeah, Nahuel. <laughs> anyways, anyways. So, um, yeah, Facundo Torres, bro, he he put it on himself to be that guy that's going to be the finisher, you know what I mean? But yeah. in games like this where you have so many opportunities, he's got he's to put one in the back of the net, at least take away a, a, a draw. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Phil- uh, Orlando's at Philadelphia. It's one of the free games nice. on Apple TV. That's gonna be tough. That's, that's, that's nice. So game. good, good to watch. But, Philadelphia but has lost Philly's two games. Two losses. Yeah, Philly's got two. Yeah, losses but both already. have been on the road. They've mm-hmm. won both their home games. So, well, they were t- they were um, legit. I got, I got, I got three teams for you. Give me that, 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 that pop off immediately. That, that I enjoy. Um, one, the the story of the season, St. Louis oh, City, yes, bro, expansion incredible. team starting four zero. So that's the storyline you want to follow, bro, and, the, and you want to see lunatics, it. bro. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but you know, do they, I, do I they... think I mentioned it. I think I mentioned <laughs> it to you guys when when. <laughs> I think I mentioned... Is there a supporters group called the St. Lunatics? Please tell me. I don't know, but you just <laughs> tell started. Tell you might have just started something. Yeah, started, dude. When they played the scrimmage here, they won Miami four zip. I, I don't, I don't know if if we said. I remember saying, "Man, these guys look better than than like your average Spanish team." But I, I never expected four zeros. I'm not gonna say. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. St. Louis is yeah, St. Louis is at at Real Salt Lake, free on Apple TV, 9:30 p.m. Should, should be able to know. to do something there. Well, and then I have Atlanta United. I oh, think yeah, they're playing. Atlanta. They're playing. They got some solid. I mean, you got Thiago, but you got Caleb Wiley, and you got some some a generally strong uh, young team, and and I think they're they're playing very well. And yeah. then I enjoy watching LAFC, you know, because it's 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 like if you're watching the, the Lakers, you know, it's a, yeah. The yeah, it's like you're watching the Lakers, you know. Yeah. But I like watching watching LAFC, uh, and those are the three teams that that stick out to me when Man. I'm not watching. It's yeah, it's gotta Miami. suck to be the Galaxy. Because the, the Galaxy were LAFC, you know what I mean? They were the well, they, class. They have of a little draw. They have a little they, draw, they but, they, but they still got their titles. That no, LAFC. I, I understand have. that, but the new, new but LAFC the right now, bro. They're they like you said. They're the Lakers of the MLS, man. They took well, they took that from the Galaxy. Nah, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. But, but they hold no, on, you got to respect. Hold on, hold the, you got to respect the five rings, titles. Man. Yeah, they got five titles. I get it. I get it. They look. They're not the Lakers yet. They're playing. Don't get ahead of yourself, Fungus. You're the one that said it. You know what they are? You're the one that said it. No, no, no. I think what he meant to say was is that (laughs) like people want to see Clippers. They're the Clippers that have won a championship where the Clippers haven't. They're the Clippers in the sense that they're sharing the city, but they actually won a game. They actually won a chip, and they're playing more Lakerish than, you know, Clipperish. But even but, if the um, Clippers win a championship, they're still not going to get the attention. I, I meant yeah. the Lakers because the, the Lakers yeah. always get the attention. Yeah. But again, and, and, the and, Galaxy and is getting that attention right now. The Galaxy, you know, five time man, five time, one good little win streak, and it's, it's, it's all attention stage. on the Galaxy again. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 I do like I, I like Atlanta also. Um, they got they've they've rebounded nicely. Plus their jerseys are fire too. Yeah, they, there's a lot of good looking teams. But yeah. um, Tiago Almada has eight goal contributions. He's you saw like, that goal that he damn, scored. Bro. That that goal that he scored made Robert Taylor's goal. 
just shrink a little bit there. Oh, yeah. Remember, we're like, oh, man, this is a... And then you that's see goal. the goal that goal he scored, and you're like, oh, who's going to top this goal? Yeah, that's the, the goal. that's the goal of the season so far. And he's the, got... The camera angle, everything it catches, the, it was beautiful. Dude, he's got four, four goals, four assists in four games. So... You know, he's and the team is three and one tops in the in the East or second place in the East behind. He's putting you know, up St. Louis is. Um, and, and this is West. this league is a tough league. It's not just. Yeah. Mickey so I, li- I like it watching them. Tough. Atlanta is. Where are they this week? They're in Columbus. That's, that's a good on game. Apple. They TV, don't got though. Cucho. Cucho's out for like five weeks. Oh, man, that's a bad blow for them. Uh, I'll be watching. I'm going to try and tune in this weekend. Catch some of the games uh, for you, LAFC guy. It's uh, it's on Apple TV, ten thirty Saturday night. So you get to watch a little late night with uh, LAFC, which is nice. I like those. I late fall asleep night games. like 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 ten minutes into the second half. Ah, well, you made it to the second half. I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, we got I'm a lot crazy. of games going up there, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll come back next week. We'll have another good show. We went a little long today. We had a guest, so it's okay. Um, big thank you to Gabe for hanging out with us, bringing the nuggies, bringing the uh, yeah. the info. Thanks for Steve for hanging out with us too. Uh, Chavi, always a pleasure. Gus, same thing. Any final Love words, you. guys? Japan, when you're in the That's the chef kiss right there. Good night, Miami, Miami better bring it. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.